Welcome everyone. You're listening to Maximum Medicine Radio, The Healing Hour with me, Dr. Sharon Martin, here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This is the hour of healing power. In this live call-in show, The Healing Hour, I'm going to take your calls and help you get started on your way to your maximum potential. So come on, settle in, listen up, and I'll take your questions head on. Together we'll find practical wisdom and understanding about what ails you. In The Healing Hour, we'll start your day off right insights and practical health knowledge and concepts for how you really live i'll take your issue and help guide you with the blend of scientific medicine and the esoteric including shamanic energy medicine so let's shake off some of that mystery and get started on how to really live together let's get unstuck so come on and join in join up and let me help and let go of what holds you back from being the maximum you the world needs Take down this call-in number, 1-800-930-2819, and let's get started on the Healing Hour right now. Hey, everybody. I'm Doc Martin. I'm here with Dr. Pat. We're on the Healing Hour. And usually Pat takes it and heads off um, (laughs) driving the cart, but today I get to do that. So, um, Pat, you know, we talked about this. I want to talk about putting pieces together that usually aren't put together in medicine and and in healing. And there's so much dissatisfaction with Western medicine. And there's so much thrill about energy medicine. And there's so much attraction to indigenous shamanic ways. But what if there's a power blend of the three of them? What if we could put all three together I mean, when I think my whole, my whole thing, and this show is the healing hour, but my other show is maximum medicine. And that's kind of what I want to head to. I want to head to that new world where we put all the pieces together and we get the most that we can. So I want to talk about that today. And I think it's so great to talk about it because if we, let me, I've been thinking about this, Sharon, and I thought about this recently, a couple of things in my own life. Um, And here's what I came to. This is not a far cry or stretch from what we're doing now. So let me just throw this out and love for you to comment on it. Every day, people are getting treatment for something. Um, Maybe you're going to get your knee replaced. Maybe you're going to go get a shot, a vaccine or any other shot. Maybe you've got a cold. Maybe you've got this. Maybe you, it doesn't matter. You've got it. How often have you said, gee, I wonder if something's going on with my dot, dot, dot. The minute you say, gee, I wonder if something's going on with my dot, 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 that's called intuition. That is a fundamental part of what we're talking about when we talk about shamanic healing, energy medicine, it is a thing. You can't Mm -hmm. see it, but you say it. Right. Right? Right. How often have you seen people in our country and around the world when they are in the middle of a thing? You're going to the doctor. Pray. Pray. All you got to do is listen to some of the stories. Joel Post, Joel Osteen's mother prayed her way. Oh, well, is prayer only for a particular religion? It's not. So see, we are already doing this. 
And so I think what you're talking about today is you're bringing it to the forefront to say, wait a minute, we're already doing it, but what if you could do it every day of your life? What if you could learn the methods to do it? What if we can examine this closer? What if you are already in the realm of energy medicine and allopathic medicine already, but yet not using its potential? So that's my two cents. And that's probably worth $10. (laughs) I get that feeling all the time as a doctor in my office. Yeah. Um, And probably even got it before I formally started studying shamanic and energy medicine. Because you'll get somebody who comes who is just miserable with a lot of symptoms. And then you go, gee... I wonder if there's something more kicking under here. And I'll tell you 99 times out of 100, if you have the time, that's always a problem in Western medicine. Yep. And then if you take the time, that's another problem. Then you say, tell me, tell me about how your stress is lately. I remember you said you were having trouble in your marriage. How is that going? And then out comes all of the distress that's probably nine times out of 10 driving the physical. And and Western medicine, excuse me, is great at there. It's great at many things. It's fabulous at many things, but there's a whole realm that we're not reaching and I believe it's a realm that people themselves can learn to access. And just like Joel Osteen's mother, learn to pray <coughs> yeah. me, or do something else. Yeah. <coughs> you know what I was struck by? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go a little pop culture on you. I made this assessment the other day, and I think I was talking to, to Linda about it. I said, you know, remember back in the day when we would watch, I don't know, television shows about doctors and medicine. Uh, remember like medicine woman, whatever her name was. I can't remember Dr. the actor. Quinn. She's just, she's actually gorgeous. Yeah. I remember Amazing. when we watched, right? Yeah, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, I believe. That's yeah. it. Yep. Good job, uh, Sharon. I said, remember when you we got watched those shows and even some of the other ones, really old, if I even mentioned some of the names. Remember when we watched all of those and it was kind of be like Marcus this real. Well, be, that's how yes. we are. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, you watch mm-hmm. these shows and it's like they come in and they talk to you. I said, you know what? You can't find a single show like that on air right now. Every show is emergency ward. It is fire department. Uh Something PD, something in emergency, even the Amsterdam one, it's like everybody's in a crisis. And Uh it's such a good representation of the reality of what you just said. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I was I was commenting the other day um, and I was reflecting on all the classes I've gone to for workshops for energy healing for shamanic healing and that we'll be sitting there and everybody be getting to know each other and you'll go around the room and everybody say how excited they are to be there they can't wait to learn this and then out comes the discussion of how much they hate doctors and they hate western medicine 
and it's just terrible and everything about it's terrible. And I'm sitting there and I haven't told him I'm a physician. I'm not <laughs> going to tell him right now, but I just listen over and over and over at the dissatisfaction. So as good as Western medicine is, we're not doing as well as we could because every single time, and I'll have to sit there and inside my mind, I say, no doctor ever does this, no doctor ever does that. And finally I have to raise my hand and say, well, here I am and I'm not the only one. But it's, it's a system that has gone so far to one side. It's brilliant. I'm not going to say there isn't brilliance in Western medicine because there is. You get a knee replacement for crying out loud. You get a heart transplant. You get an antibiotic where you used to die yep. from a cut. Anyway, so. Well, and I want to comment on this for a minute in a big way, because this is really, and this, just going to put the caveat about this. This is not a statement about the vaccine and how I feel about it. I want to talk about what we're seeing. The people that have shown up, the institutions that have shown up, what folks have done to set the stage for literally embracing some of that old school Marcus Welby MD stuff. These folks that have been administering by the millions, I can't tell you how many stories I am hearing about how kind these people were, how together they were, how massively at the, the Boeing Athletic Center, massive amounts of people and everyone is treated with kindness and care and patience. And we are not talking about that, right? Right. But, and it's not an isolated incidence, you know, uh, Doc Martin. So there's something that happened which is bringing out the best of people that are in the caring medical. And believe me, if you don't think it's energy medicine when you are sitting there and you are afraid of, of a needle that's to go in your arm for a lot of other reasons, mm -hmm. and the person that is doing it leans into your energy, calms you down, talks with you, that is something we've got to recognize. That's the work you're doing to say, wait a minute, we can right. do this. And I got to give a shout out for these people. Some of these people that are administering the vaccine have had to go to training, right? Right. Look at the and, best of us and how we show up. And I want to add to that because I know yeah. that scientifically, and there's a lot of emotions around, around vaccines and the COVID vaccine in particular. But when you think about it, we had this never before heard of disease show up. <laughs> I mean, it, it was not something we'd ever dealt with. And in eight months, our scientists came up with three different kinds of vaccines. That's miraculous. I mean, that's the medicine we know how to do. Is there other ways we could do? Probably. Is there a lot of momentum for a westernized approach? Yes. But they dug in and they made it happen. And it was the best Western medicine can offer right now. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what's going on in India 
in Central America, South America, of the, the local curanderos, the healers there, how they're dealing with this in a non-Western way. But regardless of whether or not you want to have that vaccine put in your arm, I agree. There has to be yeah. some recognition that there, some, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing how- And right now, guess what? We live in a, a United States of America at the moment where you can choose. So we're not talking about choosing, not choosing. We're not talking about any of that. But I will tell you that my shamanic friends or my energy healer friends or my uh, naturopathic doctors, boy, they have dug deep in their herb kit. They have dug deep in their whatever their kit and they're pulling it all together. And this is why this show is so important and what you do is so important because we're now talking about not a one way to do things. Why don't we bring in the timeless things we've learned, the best of, I mean, honestly, I had a robot give me a new knee. What? A (laughs) robot. A, ro- a robot. Of course, my doctor was kind of operating. Dr. Boone was operating the robot, but that's not the point. It was, the point is Dr. Boone is plugged into a robot, giving me a new knee. What? What? Well, that's gonna, pretty cool. When we come back, let's take a short break. When let's we come back, how do we scope? How do we measure? This is for all of you listening. And believe me, this is a call-in show, 1-800-930-2819. Have you ever felt energy in healing? Have you ever felt the energy around the people that are helping you heal? If it's all energy, then why would we exclude energy as a medicine? When we come back, Doc Martin is going to take us through this. She's going to talk about what energy is, what energy medicine is. And was Dr. Oz right? Is energy medicine the next frontier or has it been here for bleeping centuries? Stay tuned. Doc Martin, we're having fun. Call us. We'll be right back. Welcome to Light Body Wisdom with internationally known light body whisperer, Grace Home. She will make you laugh and yawn as you release lifetimes of trauma and begin to feel much lighter. Your divine gifts may be activated, allowing you to weave light into the fabric of the world. Are you ready to be your own light and shine? For more information about Grace, visit gracegholm.com. That's gracegholm.com. Take the power of essential oil healing to the next level with the Essential Light Insight Deck, containing 61 oracle cards. Each card holds a painting and message that captures the spirit of an essential oil. By drawing a card, you'll illuminate the spiritual healing capacity of plants and transform your day. For more information about the Essential Light Insight Deck and Gen Reaper, visit Thriveology.com. This is Brittany Miles from Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All. Here to share a tip with you. It's called five, four, three, two, one. We all need a break. Time to let it go. Here's a great go-to when you need to surrender and get back to the present moment. 
Acknowledge five things you see around you. Acknowledge four things you can touch around you. Acknowledge three things you hear. Acknowledge two things you can smell. Acknowledge one thing you can taste. And with that, take a deep breath. Now you're in the present moment. Brittany Miles, Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All. You can find me on the second and fourth Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. Are you ready to let go of the I can'ts that are holding you down? Valerie Trujillo invites you to join her community on a mission to collectively heal as a tribe where your vulnerability is heard and reciprocated. So tune in to Love and Light with the Crystal Blue Oracle every second and fourth Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Valerie and her work, visit CrystalBlueOracle.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Um, I want to ask everybody a question. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, this is Doc Martin's show, The Healing Hour with Dr. Sharon Martin. This is about bridging the mystical and scientific. Um, you know, during this show, you will also get to call in if there's something bothering you, if there's something going on, if you want to experience the healing uh, that Doc Martin does, this is the show for you. If you've got a question, um, if you have a comment, 1-800-930-2819. Um, also, the question really is, have you experienced, you know, you're listening to the show. Have you had an experience of energy medicine? Maybe you didn't know that's what it was. Have you had an experience that somehow transformed you, changed you? Um, now, Sharon, for, for the most part, I want to make sure people know if they want to find out more about Dr. Sharon Martin, go to the website, drdrsharonmartin.com. Hard. Um, right. Right. Uh, and, you know, please check out what she's doing and there's much more to come on that. But let's get to this energy medicine, Dr. Oz, the next frontier. Most people really don't know what it is, but I bet they are living it at some points in times in their lives. So I think what Dr. Oz is is good at among many things is pointing out um, even if it's not a trend yet things that are being where places are being steered to and I think we've returned to an understanding or um, an interest in energy medicine because truthfully it's been around forever um, the many of the indigenous healers were able to sense an energy field of the person. And we, we know those who have studied um, Valerie, what was her last name? Starts with an H, was it S? What was Dr. Valerie? Oh God, I don't remember, it's slipping me anyway, now. Yeah, it starts with an H, but I can't, I'm losing uh -huh. my mind. Um, 
they, people have photographed it. They have studied it. Um, we have an energy field. Each of us has an energy field. And those indigenous healers truly believed that that's the interface between God, spirit, and our soul and our higher selves. And that the damage that happened in the energy field was damage that was then translated down to the physical form. So they worked in clearing debris, in um, removing foreign energies from intruding on your field, those kinds of things that we call energy medicine. And our modern day healers, um, I'll just off the top of my head, uh, Dr. Sue Mortar, many of the um, Doreen Virtue, Donna Eden, um, and many more. I'm not leaving you out because I don't think you're important. Right. They actually have started to follow Barbara Brennan, a big one, to actually use and train people to send their energy field to connect to the energy field of others to effect change. Mm -hmm. So that kind of approach, when you begin to believe, as I believe, that things that happen in the energy body are translated and show up in the physical body, when you, and when you apply a fix to that or an intention, again, a thought energy, to have a shift, then you get shifts in the physicality. But I think one thing I want to say that, that does worry me, um, first of all, the future is energy medicine, but to me it's a future of remembering what the indigenous healers knew all along. So it's, a, it's bringing back in the ancient ways to augment our Western allopathic ways. But I want to take a minute or two to say something that I think is very important. We have to apply ethical standards and we have to, uh, to really be clear about recognizing when you decide, I'll just give you an idea. And you said this, Pat, you said, have you felt energy? Well, we've all felt when we feel somebody's watching us or we've all felt not so good if there's somebody in the room and they're shooting daggers at you from their eyes. You can feel that. Our energy fields can be influenced and can have intrusions from others around us. So when you pick a healer in the, in the realm of energy medicine, you want to make darn sure that that healer is not applying their personal beliefs to what you should have as an outcome, that that healer has done his or her own clean clearing of their own psychological baggage so that they are holding a clean connection between spirit and you. Many people love Reiki and it's easy to learn and it's a feel good and it has wonderful outcomes. However, I want to just insert this. You want to make sure that as a Reiki practitioner that you have ethics, that you don't stick your energy nose where it doesn't belong, 
and that you are not putting your ideas of what the outcome should be other than holding the intention that the client themselves wants it's a it's a very there's, there has to be ethical standards and sometimes i think we've jumped into this uh feet first but we don't have all of the crisp clarity the def the defining between energy fields of the practitioner and the client the removal you know cleaning up all the filters so anyway that's just my two cents about it's more than just going and taking a class i want to talk about what you just said which we didn't say if i could get to it why would people start to be talking about this so much now why we it doesn't matter what you're on but I would say 80% of the people that hear our friends say, you know, it's all about the energy. Just, just saying. Or when somebody says energy is everything. Or somebody said, you know, you got to fix your energy around that. I mean, we're starting to use this language now every day. It's posted in social media. I want to understand how to get from the everyday use to understanding the power of the everyday understanding and use of energy. Energy and healing, energy and perspective, energy and mind. And when you and I are talking about healing, I think we should talk about the fact we're not just talking about the body. Can you comment on that, Doc Martin? So you mean not just the body, but the psyche and the spirit? Everything, the, I mean, right. we're talking about the body, but, but earlier in the show, you talk about stress, right? right. We're talking about the body. We're talking about the mind. We're talking about so many different things. All of us, let's say. What is the word? Right, Holistic. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I want to just go back quickly to one thing you said. Sure. Why now? Why are we so hungry for this now? Well, what I don't think we realize, I think we intellectually realize we are totally bombarded by technology, by sound bites, by electronics, by and we also, to be a little bit cliche, have a nature deficit disorder. The eight people of old knew how to be in rhythm and harmony with nature. We've, most of us have lost that. So I think that our energy fields literally are hungry for that sustenance. And they're a little bit or a lot frayed by not having the tools it takes to restructure and clear and rejuvenate. So I think we are hungry for that because it will give us, as in the indigenous healers, a recognition of going back to nature. I can't, I can't believe that there'll be a single person who wouldn't say that they didn't feel good walking in a forest. But I think we also are hungry for ways to smooth out the rough edges in our energy fields. And we're going to take a, a break and I want to talk about shamanic healing. Yeah. But before, I just want to give everybody a heads up. My Maximum Medicine show, the first Wednesday of May, is going to be about re 
setting and stabilizing energy fields. And I'm actually going to do a whole hour of energetics. So if everybody wants to tune in, call in, text in on Facebook Live, precisely about we need rejuvenation and sustenance. So yeah, we'll come back in a couple of minutes. I'm excited about this segment for a lot of reasons. One is you're going to be talking about not just shamanic practices and what it means to carry that power, but also how to use it. You know, when you walk into a space, do you have the ability to really shift the energy in there? What could we learn about that? Why would that be important? All of the above has been going on for longer than we could even record it. Doc Martin's going to walk us through it. I hope you all will be taking some notes when we come back. This is all about you. This is all about the healing that so many of you have asked for. And I'm so excited about what Dr. Sharon Martin is putting together. We've got lots more to share with you in future shows. Stay tuned for now. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on transformationtalkradio.com. Hey everybody, it's me, psychic medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole. We are so excited to introduce you to our new live call-in show called Shades of Spirit on TransformationTalkRadio.com. As we connect you with your crossed over loved ones, angels, and guides, and also help you develop your own psychic and healing abilities. For more information and to book your own private experience, go to ShadesOfSpirit.com and also follow us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. How many times do you find yourself saying it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, 
or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. Hey, everybody, welcome back. A very important show today. This is the Healing Hour with Dr. Sharon Martin and me, and I'm so honored to be able to share this time with her. This is about the perfect power blend. This is about bringing energy and ritual into medicine. Now, for those of you that may have a little reaction to the word ritual, let me just say this. We, we use ritual every day of our lives. Believe it or not, we do it. We go through rituals of everything from how we create our breakfast to how we put our kids to bed at night. And so what is it about when you blend energy and that together? And, you know, we've been talking about this, Sharon, for, um, you know, for the most of the show. But now we're going to combine the shamanic practices and the word power, which I love. But before we do that, please tell folks how they can find out more about you, how they can schedule a session with you, how they can schedule a stone blessing, all of the above. My website is drsharonmartin.com. That's drsharonmartin.com. The best way to reach me is to email me, uh, Sharon at drsharonmartin.com. And that's on the website if you don't want to remember that. I do a lot of different approaches to healing. Um, so they are energetic, they are psychological, they are ritualistic. Um, they are, have some intuition in there. And I do some beautiful work. And I say that because I'm complimenting the stones that I use. I consider them my allies. They come with a, we say the word energy, they come with a energy and wisdom all of their own. So if I can help you, please get in touch with me. So that brings us to shamanic healing. And everybody talks about energy medicine today. And then people talk about, well, I'm going to go study and be a shaman. Well, what does that mean? So I think nowadays, I think when people think shaman, learning shamanism, there are indigenous healers. And the truth is how they work is through their intuition and their connection with the energy field. The majority of the cultures that I know about, and I'm not 100% knowledgeable, the shamanic healers, these are the medicine men and women of the villages all around the world. The, the nomads of Mongolia, the bushmen in South Africa who throw who throw bones for intuiting and divining something for their client. They believe in the universal field. And Greg Braden wrote about uh, the divine matrix. Many people, Lynn McTaggart did beautiful journalistic reporting on the studies of the field. There is a literal carpet matrix field of vibration all around us of which we're a part. And the shamans, the ancient medicine men and women, even those who are currently exist today, know how to become one with that. They know how to tap into it and they know how to bend it to get what they want for the client. So when I say shamanic healing different from energy medicine, it's different in the sense that our quote energy medicine healers may not do all of the things that we think about when we think about shamans. When we think about shamans, we think about trance. Perhaps we think about using uh, potent plants 
for psychogenic uh, travel, dance, so the drumming and the, the dancing of Native Americans, um, throat singing of the Mongolian shamans. So different rituals and different approaches. And mind you, I believe that all of them are deeply connected to nature, to the rhythms of nature, to the seasons, to the other creatures. These shamans, and I will say that when I say shamanic medicine, I'm bringing in the power of nature and ritual more so than what allopathic medicine or energy medicine would do. And they, that is visualization. So when you journey, when you actually rattle and put yourself into a semi-trance and take a visualization, when you do a ritual and in Peru, the Caro Indians are, their key um, ritual is that of the despacho, which is making a prayer bundle, which is a bundle of gratitude, a gift to spirit and they put their prayers in there. And every step of that is ritualized and it's repetitive. And I, we'll talk about that in a minute. So when I say use shamanic practices to blend, I believe we need ritual and we need to engage that place where we're in the state that we get to when we're in prayer or meditation or ritual that or dancing, drumming, rattling, um, that kind of repetitive deepening to me puts you into a zone of connection to the universal matrix. And I think when you do it over and over, you hit that same vibrational path that has been accessed for literally hundreds of years. And I think that that's why we find such beauty when we go to power sites. You go to Stonehenge or Avebury or Glastonbury or Palenque or Machu Picchu or the pyramids. You enter and you hit a vibrational field that's been established for centuries of people praying and connecting. So that, that energetic what's the word, characteristic or combination is there and you get into it and then the, there's a power in that. And I think when we do our own rituals, we are setting up an energetic dynamic. And when you repeat it, it builds its power. It holds its, <clears throat> I don't know if this, is, this isn't correct scientifically, but there's a kinesthetic memory to that. And that's probably why we always put certain things in our smoothie first. You know, we have a ritual of what we do. Um, or do we? <laughs> yeah, we do. And I think there is a power that can be gained when you open that, I'm going to use the word portal, meaning opening a doorway or a path. When you set up that energetic dynamic, and you repeat it, and you repeat it, and you repeat it, it holds its kinesthetic. And again, Lynn McTaggart's book, The Field, showed how literally in experiments um, that 
that they would disturb the field and walk away and come back and see that it was still the same. Mm -hmm. It was still in the disturbed state. Um, so that's where I think the power of shamanic medicine is. Mm. One other thing that, that it should be, it exists across all the three fields we're talking about. And, but it's particularly true in shamanic practices because this is about journeying, which is a visualization. And I'm reminded of Edgar Cayce, who is one of the most amazing when he was in trance, he tapped into a ancient power um, and transmitted things, um, channeled things that had unbelievable knowledge of the future and of his clients, even mm -hmm. though Edgar Casey himself was uneducated. But he said when he was in trance, he said, the mind is the builder. And Dawson Church wrote a book, Mind into Matter, and many people have shown that our mind can dictate how our body goes. And the monks know that, the deep meditators know that. So the shamanic work to me shows a place that I don't think is hit by Western or energy medicine as we think of it, in that we engage the mind for intention, for a vision, for clarity, for focus, for the intention for transformation. And I think that's that ritualistic and um, even in a sweat lodge, when you're, you've got the herbs smudging and stuff, you're getting in a zone. So that's what I see the power of uh, shamanic medicine as. You know, there's another thing too that I was so struck by, and I just want to bring it up for a moment. Um, I'm a young kid and I, I don't know. I don't know what the age was when I figured out what was going on, but there was always a strange thing about me. I always like to stay for the benediction. Now, most kids, they're out of there. You know, it's over. Why do you want to stay? The ritual nature of the benediction and incense was always fascinating to me. I'm talking about Catholicism right. for a moment. Right. It always fascinated me. Of course, there is the entire church, the, whatever you go to. But that particular ritual with the priests or the, 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 the bishop, whoever it was doing it, the whole ritual and the blessing with incense just made me feel better. And this is as a kid. And I remember, you know, being asked about it because, you know, my family was like, we're in, we're out, right? Especially my sisters who were not Catholic. And I remember being asked, what is it about that? You know, why do you like to stay? And my answer was, I feel better. Mm -hmm. This well, is the- take, the away, take away the dogma. Let's forget take about- Take the dogma the, away. Yeah, because I mean, I have a lot of uh, yes. issues with Catholicism. Right. But when you think about this, and I find myself doing this sometimes in conversation, when you think about doing this, oh. a power comes over you. Yeah. It is an age old gesture, but I think it evokes an energetic. Yep. And it says, I've sealed the door, nothing bad's coming in. 
I'm telling you all as well. Yeah. And even as I do it, I can feel it. Yeah. Forget about, I, I'm not, you know, I don't really believe I was raised Catholic. I don't believe all of that, but I do feel this. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say. There are three things I, I, to this day, so revere. Holy water is another thing. And I'm not just talking about that particular religion. The idea of water and cleansing is another ritual, mm -hmm. right? Essential oils. How did essential oils now become so popular? It is ancient, ancient, ancient oils, right? right? But right. yet here we are, and we're so drawn to them, and we're using infusers. And, you know, it leads me to talk with you about now, look, we just gave a couple of examples, which really pulls it all together in our modern time. Um, you know, Doc Martin, I want to just ask you about this, because I know that this is your work, this is the book you're writing, this is your passion. How do we help each of us pull this together and, you know, have a sense of meaning that's going to work for each of us? You and I just gave our personal meaning, right? right. Something happens when I smudge and I, I'm not Native American, but boy, there's something about that. If I see sage, I got to get some. Tell us about pulling it together. I think we're hungry for reconnecting with those parts that, that we did as humans for centuries, thousands of years. We're hungry for that reconnecting. Um, when I think about essential oils, the smell, um, when you talk about it physiologically, neurologically, it is the one sensory nerve different from taste or feel or hear or see that goes straight to the brain, no stopping at any other place. Right. So that activates the olfactory system of the brain has many, many, many memories, including what we all know is possible now, genetic memories of our lives as humans from centuries, from thousands of years ago. I think ritual can be calming. It is centering for our, our minds, our crazy thoughts that are buzzing all over. I think we, as a society, at least in the United States, we don't have a lot of quiet solitude. We have to actively seek it out. So I think ritual allows us to stop, to focus our awareness, to deepen. And I think we're hungry for that. I think it is essential for our rejuvenation. So when we put it all together, how can an ordinary person without going to different doctors, without going to different courses for training, you can sit quietly and pick a ritual of something you like to do. You can light a candle. You can say the Our Father, if you, if you know that prayer. You can make up your own prayer. Like the Native Americans did, you can make your own song. Um, find a place in nature. And I say this over and over, I'm a broken record. There is power and healing in linking up with the earth, and especially 
um, all of the components of nature trees. When I visited Dr. Pat and her team in Seattle, maybe three and a half years ago, Pat, yeah, yeah. Um, driving up the highway to get from Seattle to Bothell along the coast, and there are these evergreens everywhere, it was literally transforming because those trees are hundreds and hundreds of years old with genetic memories that are millions of years old. So you yourself, you the listener, you any person without any higher education in any of these realms can connect with nature. You can do your own ritual, make your own ritual. The trick is that it has meaning to you and you repeat it. And in that repetition comes the development of that energetic pathway and the connection to spirit. And if you seek to feel your energy body, then start to feel your boundaries and make sure you're not mushing with anybody else's. Yeah. A lot of us stick our noses where they don't belong. <laughs> we need to stop doing that. Yeah, boy. So, and wouldn't it be great to be able to figure that out before we stick our nose there? Before we realize we've stuck our nose in whoops, we're really in the, we're really in the trouble now. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things. And then you work on when you're deep and you're quiet, you can then have a dialogue with your own mind. Why does this hurt? Why, why is my lower back always hurting? And when you have a dialogue and you practice being deep, then you're going to get the messages back from your body and your energy field that are going to come from the realms of your emotions, your psyche, your spirit, your physical body. And it's going to give you little intuitions. That's how you're going to deepen your intuitions. And as Dr. Pat said, I'm writing a book um, that will hopefully give you basics of how to do this all for yourself. Um, but we have the power and that's something I can't stop saying. Um, and when we pull all these pieces back together again, so Dr. Oz, yes, we are on the frontier, but the frontier means we look back because our ancestors way of doing it. I just, I'll just tell you a story about, I moved to South central Pennsylvania about 20 years ago. And there are older people here who have lived off the land for generations and they make poultices and they make pastes and they brew. I had a woman who was in her eighties. She probably had she not been so hardy and living off the land for so long, she probably would have keeled over in her sixties because she was a smoker and her lungs were terrible. But she went out every spring and she dug up all the dandelions in her yard and she canned them and she ate them all the time, all winter long. Well, other than her lungs getting her, she lived till she was 87 years old, which I, I think is pretty amazing. But we have ways, and even if you don't have your ancestors to actually ask them, in that quiet time when you deepen, your genetic memories will tell you your intuition will tell you, your higher self and spirit guides will tell you, and you can do all of this yourself. Mm. 
Well, I think what's so important about it, and especially about what you talked about today, um, is that, yes, and there is now time for us to learn. And I think that's why I'm excited about what you're doing, what you're bringing into the world, Doc Martin. It's because you are on the front line as an MD, and you're also on the front line as a shamanic healer, as somebody that knows how to bring all of our systems together. And see, this is what's exciting because the next step now is teaching others. And I know that is something you're so passionate about. Um, We've watched your stone blessings. We've seen the energy. And for those of you, we'll have to replay some of them so people can really feel it. You know, there is something that people call magical. Things shift, things change. You know, thank you so much. Again, Dr. Sharon Martin, please go to the website, drsharonmartin.com. What's your personal message, Sharon? What do you want to leave us with today? It is my passion to help everybody know what power they have and to regain that power. And it's my passion to teach you guys. If I've learned anything, I want to share it with you. So um, that's what my shows are about. That's what the first Wednesday of, of May, when I do my maximum medicine yeah. show, um, airing at 4 PM Pacific, 7 PM Eastern, it's mm. all going to be about ritual and shamanic energetics for us to collectively heal. That's what I'm all about. I love it. Hey, I everybody, love it. Uh, you know, Doc Martin, you're creating the future. You're taking the past. You're talking to us in the present. What do you want to leave us with today? We're moving forward. We're evolving. We have the power. We are not stuck. We are not trapped. And we can literally create it as we go. Thank you for listening to Maximum Medicine Radio, The Healing Hour, with me, Dr. Sharon Martin, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We're going to be together the third Wednesday of each month at 11 a.m. Pacific for candid, honest conversations to help you change the way you think about healing, about yourself, about your life. Did you hear your answer on the show? Well, I will be with you next month, ready for all your questions from energy medicine to traditional healing and beyond. Healing is flow, movement, and destination. But are you stuck? What is your true destiny line? Listen in, call in to let the world know. Together, we'll choose what brings you into healing and let you call in all the power of the universe to act on your behalf. Reclaim your path. To learn more about me, Doc Martin, and Maximum Medicine, The Healing Hour, visit www.drsharonmartin.com. See you all next time.